Have you ever stopped to wonder what exactly success means to you? Is it money, fame, power, all of the above or none at all? I'm Dashran Johan and this is Redefining Success, a show where we speak to passionate people from various fields about their lives, what makes them tick and what the word success means to them. Joining me on the show today is Grace Cho Hee Won. She's the keyboardist of the band Fast. She's also a singer, songwriter and composer. Welcome to the show, Grace. How do you define success? Hi, thanks for having me. To me, success recently has always been a balanced, okay. balanced life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been the reading books and also spiritually as well. I've been thinking right. about it. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to success, other than being um, you know materialistic about all this, whatever things going on and on this planet. I think balance is the most important key and a lot of people are missing this balanced life because one way or the other they will prioritize one element more than the other. Yep. Yeah. So so when you say balance what exactly do you mean? There could be a few elements mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to success and then for me balanced life is very important, right? So yes, finance is important. Mm-hmm. That's first thing. Second one is your spri- uh, spiritual uh, element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you believe in God, that's another one. Mm-hmm. If you believe in yourself, that could be also part of your spiritual balance. Yep. And then the third one is how you want to serve community. Yeah. Mm. So first one is money. Second one right. is spiritual. And the third one is your social life, community. Right. And of course, when it comes to career, that's your because that all <clears throat> that is related to your self development. Mm-hmm. Your skills. Yes. And you mentioned the word recently. Um, Has your definition of success changed over time? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Yeah. It's changed again and again. And of course, I started with money first. So um, when I watched the people, I mean, like from movies or even YouTube, YouTube videos, right? When I see people being success, I saw them with money first on the surface level, yeah. And I thought money always defines your success, Mm -hmm. yeah. But after all, um, I also read uh, like books and people, like all these rich people, even though they have money, they still have this emptiness that they do feel in their Mm -hmm. lives. And I was a wonder why, yeah. So then I thought about the spiritual thing. Yeah, something is missing, yeah. Even though you're super rich, you have houses, you have cars, you have uh, money that you can shop around, you don't need to worry about it Mm -hmm. because money can solve a lot of things. But after all, why do you still feel empty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's when I started looking for other elements in your life and then see how we can balance our lives and how it can actually define success. Now, I want to talk to you about two points in your life. Um, mm-hmm. The first point is the, the point where you, when did you realize, you know, um, when did you fall in love with music and, and realize this, that music is something so important to you? And the other point in your life where you realize that your career could be centered around music. Tell me about right. these two points. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt love with music. Mm. It's really interesting. Okay. Music has always been there in my life. Right. Yeah, when I grew up, uh, my father, he, he doesn't play music, but he's so into sound. Right. So he will always invest in some kind of uh, speakers or um, 
amplifiers, you see? So I grew up with the sounds, uh, different, different kinds of sounds, instruments, or it can be just uh, my dad tweaking sounds from speakers. Right. Yeah. And he never studied music too. Yeah. So to me, music has always been there. So I thought it's just a part of my life. Right. Yeah. And then when I started playing music, that's when I was six. Okay. I started playing piano. That's a common case, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started with the piano. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, when I press one key, sound is produced. Right. Then my mom introduced a cello to me. So when I uh-huh. do, I'll just play one string. That's how I produce sound. Yeah. Right. So I sort of um, um, had an experience. Pre- uh, Oh, how, how should I say, playing different instruments, including mm-hmm. Korean traditional music to, to contemporary music. Yeah. So I got to play with different instruments. Then I was like, oh, wow, music can be not just one thing. It can be so many things right. that why not? I explore into this music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, but, yeah. you know, just to press further, it's so interesting, right? Because a lot of people... Um, you know, they may grow up with, let's say, parents who, or, you know, who likes speakers, who likes listening to music mm-hmm. themselves. You know, um, you you know, you see your dad uh, making adjustments in the car radio, adjusting yeah. the bass, and you know, you're seeing right. all these different sounds. But not many people will be so fascinated with with it the way you were. Um, you know, like you, because your parents didn't learn music, but there yeah. was something about that that was so fascinating to you. There was something about pressing the you know the first st- string on the, the cello or on the keyboard mm-hmm. and realizing that wow this is this is something special what was it about music that just so f- fascinated you so much it's just that okay when you press one key mm-hmm. or when you just play one string yeah and then the combination of all these sounds come together and make beautiful music right that's what fascinated me about mm. and my father until now Yes, he didn't study music, but he will talk about it. Talk about the sounds. And he will like, you see, for example, Beatles yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even <clears throat> how the, the band produces a sound. He will like, you see the bass? <laughs> and he knows the sound of bass, the right. low frequency sound. That's how I got to know the term, the bass. Soprano or the high pitch. You see, it wasn't the school who taught me. It was right. my father. So naturally, we just talked about it. So when I translated that information or terms into an instrument, they were like, oh, so this is how it is actually right. introduced. Yeah. So I love uh, playing different instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that really, really, really has... I mean, I have an interest in playing new instruments. Yeah. Right. And at what age were you? Did you... Re- did you you know, start to take music, um, quote-unquote, seriously in the sense that you're like, huh, maybe this can be a career of mine. <laughs> that was when I was 23. <laughs> Much later. Right. Yeah. Because in between, I was still exploring myself. Mm-hmm. I used to love mathematics, right. science. So during my high school, I just focused on my academic studies. Right. Then after that, um, I didn't really want to dive into those academical, um, academic studies. Right. I wanted to do something really different. And then again, music has always been there. And I uh, took a U-turn <laughs> and then I studied music. I am a very passion-driven person. Right. So when it comes to life, 
I always thought that money will come. Right. It's very stupid to say things. Actually, <laughs> yeah, my my father used to scold me. Yes, you love music, <laughs> but doesn't mean that literally you can carry my gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, when it comes to music, right, mm-hmm. I looked at it as whole life. Right. Not something that I can uh, earn money from. Yeah, so it's right. another passion thing. But when it comes to when it comes to following passion, you you tend to dis- disregard all uh, finance stuff. Right. Yeah, but what made me decide to do music was it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Music, having music in your life, just brings you to different level when you look at your life in right. general. Yeah, absolutely. You need to have music in your life. Yeah, it's a beautiful color. It's it's beautiful addition in your life. Yeah. yeah. So when I decided to make a career out of it, mm-hmm. of course, that's a different story. Right. Because you really need to earn living out of it. Yeah. So what I did was I started teaching. Right. As basic as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the teaching, <clears throat> from teaching, I realized that hey, I'm learning something different from here too. Being a teacher, I have students, and I really, really need to break things down. Whatever I know, my knowledge, my information, I need to break it down. That is something that I could learn again when it comes to music, and I translate my knowledge into something simpler for my students. So that's another area that I love when it comes to music teaching, right? But when it comes to performance, it is still very, very challenging. Mm-hmm. It's super challenging. I never looked at the music uh, as my career to make myself popular. Right. I just wanted to m- do music because I just love music, and it's the elements that brings in your into your life. It's super dynamic. It's like you really need to ride a roller coaster up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I compose music with my band Fast. Yeah, yeah. So that's another um, memorable journey for all of us. Yeah, we've been right. together for more than 11 years. There were a lot of moments that we were like, "Are you sure we are doing this together?" You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. So yeah. music career as a career, it can be uh, you can touch so many areas mm-hmm. from teaching to performance, also to produce the music. Yeah, and I'm glad that I'm part of uh, almost everything. Let's rewind the clock a little bit and talk mm-hmm. about you during your schooling days because there was a time where, like you alluded to earlier, you know, you were you were interested in different things as well, science, maths, and 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 so on and so forth. What were you like when when you were you know in primary school, secondary school? Did you get good grades? What were your interests and ambition back then? As far as you know, music has always been part of your life. But when you think about okay, I need to do something to make money. Um, at that time, what what were your interests and ambitions? I think my interest, wow, I have so I had so many interests from dancing. I used to choreograph for my school annual concert. <laughs> yeah, so dancing was one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I mentioned shortly before, I was interested in science and math. I love numbers. Yeah, and also I was kind of interested in in the international studies as well because I. Before I could speak English, of mm-hmm. course I could only speak Korean, right? So the language, languages is something that I was also interested in. Yeah, but then generally um, I had to get good grades. Right. Like remember I said I had to. <laughs> so I got good grades because I wanted to do what I wanted to do outside of the school. Mm. And if you want to get permission from your parents, you need to get good grades. <laughs> then it's proven. They Absolutely. Can't say 
yeah, then I can go out and do other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so in generally, I I manage to get maybe five or six A's mm. from school. Yeah, I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the show with me today is Grace Cho. He won. She's the keyboardist of the band Faz. After the break, I ask her what drives her. Keep it here on Redefining Success, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Redefining Success. I'm Dashran Johan. And on the show with me today is Grace Cho Hee Won. She's a singer, songwriter, composer, and she's the keyboardist of the band Faz. So, Grace, sometimes people tend to only look at the glamorous side. It's like, wow, you're doing what you love. Your life must be so nice. Or every time, you know, it's so exciting and things like that. And of course, it is, right? It, there is that element of excitement and all. But... How hard did you have to work and do you have to continuously uh, work to sustain this career in music? It's going to be a very long, long story, but let me try to yeah. simplify everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is glamorous when you just mm-hmm. look at the performance, right? Yeah, because yeah, that is ultimately the the last stage that you guys are seeing, right. right? What we have on stage. And mm-hmm. we try our best to bring the best performance to our friends and audience. But of course, before that, pre-stage, that's the lot of messiness happening, a lot of arguments and discussions happening. Yeah, and and I am with my band. Right. Yeah, we've been together for about 11 years. Writing music, rehearsing, going drilling into details of the songs, those are not easy and we are a bunch of creative and crazy mind people that when it comes to practicing together it's never an easy process mm-hmm. yeah one person may be happy with the, the result but then the rest of them is like no we need to do it again then we're like oh my god okay there we go again we have to go through it again yeah then after that when it comes to performance of course we will we are usually uh, getting paid for our performance mm-hmm. yeah so that's another like finance work we need to think about. How do we sustain ourselves financially? You see, it's fun. It's a passion uh, thing for all of us. But look, now it has become a career. Ben is a part of my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to have money rolling in our bank account. You see? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So we need to create a system. Yep. Yeah. It's not just a split, uh, splitting our whatever the pay that we get. We need to think about uh, our Ben. So Ben has become our uh, sixth uh, person in the band. So there are right. five people and then Ben is our sixth person. So the band is essentially band. like a company in yeah. that sense, right? Yeah. yeah, so we need to take care of that too. Yep. Yeah. So that is something that we are still learning um, to sustain it as a career. That's one thing. But the other one is we need to learn to communicate very well. Yeah. Um, if you're not happy with something, you need to look, this is, we need to resolve this issue first. Right. And then we have to move on. Yeah. And I realized something about Malaysians in mm-hmm. general. We are not confrontational, you know. Right. Yeah. We avoid arguments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it can be harmonious, but in the long term, it also can be very toxic. Absolutely. So if you have an issue, Yes, you can be kind, but being polite is not the, the best solution for everything. Mm-hmm. So, so if you really love this career and you want to sustain this as a career, communication, you need to have a healthy communication. And 
You need to be mature and have a clean and open mindset to be able to talk to each other and trust your teammates that whatever I say, it's not personal, but it's really for the betterment of the band. And you right. need to set that as a foundation and carry on with the conversation. Yeah. Right. On that <laughs> note, right, what would you say uh, are key ingredients, right, when it comes to being a successful artist in Malaysia, successful musician in Malaysia, what does it take to be a successful musician in Malaysia? Mm, before, I thought that successful artist in mm-hmm. Malaysia or in general mm-hmm. has to do with the skills. Right. Right, you know, musicians, we are skilled people, yeah. right? But after all, I realized after years is you don't give up. There are, especially I realized during pandemic, it was so hard and mm-hmm. a lot of um, even uh, friends around me, they had to give up because financially it was so hard. Yeah. It was really, really sad. But after all, if you want to be successful, balance life, right? Mm-hmm. You just need to keep going. Yeah. And don't give up. Your skill is there. And then don't feel comfortable with what you have now, but just keep going and improve yourself. Go out and talk to people. If you just stay at home and just think about, okay, I want to be successful, you're not going to go anywhere. You just need to go out, meet people, ask. Right. Ask for help. Ask for support. Yeah. And then go out and look, this is what I have. And we just release a single, go out and let people know. Yeah. There's so much things out there that you can get from people around you. And then they will be there to help you. And you never know. You have to just knock more than one door to see which door you can open mm-hmm. yeah, for more opportunities. You, you mentioned not giving up. What does not giving up actually look like? Because now you're in a phase um, in your career where there, the, the name Faz, um, when it comes to the indie music scene and, and all, there is some recognition there. You know, people call you. Uh, I'm sure you all have to do some reaching out as well, but I'm sure people also reach out to you and say, we are having this event, come and play for us. This is how much we will pay. How do you get from, you know, I want to be a musician. Okay, now I have a band with my friends mm-hmm. to where you are today. Right. I think we just need to be ready with mm-hmm. rejections first. Right. Yeah, you go out and meet people and they might not like, like your music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were very disencouraged, of course. We we're like, why? Yeah, we are making music to share with people. Right. But you just need to get ready mentally that people may not like your music. You mm-hmm. cannot please everyone. That's first thing. Yeah, so that shouldn't be the factor to give up. And then second one is, yes, uh, you go out and meet people, but you can totally make use of your social media. Right. Thankfully, internet is just there for us for free mm-hmm. and make use of it. Let people know, let the world know that you are here. Yeah. And share your, your content, share your songs around. Yeah. That's, I think that's one of the best platforms we have. And thirdly, Summit as many as you can, <laughs> festivals or even shows, even right. small bar shows, is, it, it's fine. Right. Yeah, whenever you do shows, it's always new people. Even though you perform in front of five people, there are still new people mm-hmm. listening to your music and it's still something. You don't need to perform in front of thousand people, always. Yeah, it can vary from perhaps one or two people, small birthday party, 
But even then, you still are playing music for a new audience. Right. Yeah. So I think that having this kind of a mindset is very very important. Yeah. Like you look at successful artists and wow, look, they have this huge stadium performing in front of a ten k ten thousand people. That's 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 good. Yeah. But it comes with the hard work. You need to have a huge number of teams to be able to build a whole skill, you know, right. production skill. Yeah. We don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah. So what do we do? Each of us, we need to have just take care of that department. Yeah. Maybe I can take care of my finance mm-hmm. for the band. Mm-hmm. You can do the promotional work. Maybe you can do part of the bit of a music work. You take mm-hmm. care of the music direction. Yeah. So within the band, what we do is we sort of delegate our job and make sure that that department <laughs> is done well. But we also need to follow up and then keep ourselves updated. Were there points? Because I think the reality is, um, you know, musician. It's not like you know doing a corporate job where there is a lot more stability, right? Um, you know, being a musician. Um, Things can be very fluid. Things can be constantly in, in motion, and and you, it's unpredictable. I, I guess there is an excitement to that as well. But were there points um, throughout the past 10, 11 years where you felt that you know this career path, um, you know, may not work out? That you might need to pivot and do something else, or you know, you sit at home and think like, do I need to to get a corporate gig or you know do something else? Were there moments um, where you had those thoughts? Definitely. So when Fast used to uh, tour around Japan, Korea, and Singapore, I was like, yes, this is it. This is something that I really want to do. It's so fun. It's tiring physically, but I love it. I feel so fulfilled with what I love to do. But when pandemic hit, we couldn't do live performance. And Fast, our strength is live performance. We need to be out there and perform. We need to share this energy. But when we had to perform in front of a screen and the people had to watch us from the screen it was so challenging and it's that's something that we felt that is this really what we want to do and at that time we were playing with this uncertainty during pandemic season especially first mco and second mcos Mm -hmm. and we couldn't go out and even ourselves we couldn't meet up physically physically we couldn't be in the same space yeah so it was very very frustrating Mm -hmm. and um, Fast used to be a very big band, but during pandemic, we scaled down to just the three of us that right. time, shortly. So that was one of the, the challenges we faced and we actually had a discussion. How do we go about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally the live shows were completely cut. Yep. And the, 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 for us direction-wise, really, we have no idea. We're totally directionless. We don't know where to go. Yeah, so, well... I think we just need to write songs then. Mm-hmm. We have Spotify, right? Yeah, let's just, just go and release songs first and see how it goes. So that was just that moment that we had to rethink and mm-hmm. reshuffle our thoughts when it comes to this career that, okay, we can do this, but how do we go about it? So it wasn't really about the giving up. We never gave up. Yeah, we right. didn't want to give up because we love this band so much. So it was just about how, how do we rearrange we shuffle our plans, yeah, when it Absolutely. comes to music and the band, yeah. And what drives you to keep doing what you're doing? You know, the, the challenges of the pandemic, um, you know, we know 
how difficult the pandemic is was uh, pandemic especially during the height of it 2020 2021 on so many people from a career perspective from a mental health perspective from so many different areas what drove you to keep on pushing to keep to keep on saying you know i'm not going to give up um you know this is you know i, I have to keep doing this uh, what what keep, kept you motivated I think I realized that again mm-hmm. after our recent performance at Mordecaia show. And I realized that why I'm doing this again and again is anticipation. After the performance, it just feels so good mm-hmm. how people feel our music. The energy that we share on the stage and that the story that we shared and um, people being supportive and they share their love back to us on stage. I realized that that's something that I always look forward to. The anticipation that, you know, I I can't wait to share this energy and the love and the music that we made. And it's literally, we want to share. So I can't give up. (laughs) Yeah. If I do, if I ever do, I'll be so sad. That means I won't be able to do it again. I will just completely stop. And that word, S-T-O-P, stop, scares me. Right. Yeah, once you stop, you will be forgotten so easily and it can be done really, really quick. Absolutely. Yeah, people won't remember you, you see? Yeah, and because a new music is stepping up, yeah. new generation is coming over to more music, yeah, you'll be forgotten. Yeah, right. maybe I am, I have this fear of being forgotten, especially <laughs> with my band. <laughs> yeah, well, that could be another motivation for just to keep going, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think that's really, really well said. Um, how do you, uh, Grace, how do you measure growth? Because, you know, your definition of success has a lot to do with balance. Um, yeah. Balance, yes, finances. Um, but balance also between, you know, doing the things that you want, um, giving back to society and, and things like that. How do you measure growth? Hmm. I think if you ask me about growth before, I will just say achievement. Right. <laughs> How much things that I've achieved with my band. Uh-huh. Yeah. But um, when it comes to growth now, for me, is your th- thinking process. Right. Yeah, how do you plan about it? When it comes to challenges, how do you face these challenges now compared to back then? Yeah, I don't get frustrated quickly anymore. Yeah, I believe that I have uh, learned to mature myself with all those challenges. Then I will be, I will have a more open mind right. and then be able to communicate with people that I know. Yeah, that's my personal growth. Right, yeah, right. and uh, also because I believe in God, mm-hmm. that I will I will always pray for wisdom first. <laughs> wisdom, please let me not be frustrated and get angry now. <laughs> right. But how do I go and I look at things differently? Mm-hmm. How do I look at from different perspective, and I try to understand better? Yeah, right. and when it comes to my musical growth, how do I go? and then look for more collaboration rather than looking at the money side of it, business side of it, you know? Um, after the pandemic is almost ending, I see a lot of doors are opening up again. Right. Yeah. So we're looking for more collaboration. I think we really need to support each other. Yeah. Really support each other purely, not yeah. business-wise. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, not just within the circle of music, you can go out, look for people from fashion, uh, look for people from our theater industry, 
look for people from maybe TV industry and see what you can do. So you just need to uh, walk out of your comfort zone, yeah, and then be able to reach out. So that's something that I will say, oh, Grace, uh, with a band, you have been growing. You yeah. are reaching out to different industries and the people, and that's something that it's necessary. You don't lock yourself into just one box, music, 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 music. Music can touch different areas in your life and people need it. I think you, you put it really wonderfully. Before we wrap this, this, this whole thing up, what does it feel like, Grace, um, waking up every day knowing that you're doing something that you love? Even this morning when I woke up, yeah. yes, my physical condition is still like, I'm still tired because I'm still recovering. Mm-hmm. But I was very thankful. I was so thankful that I'm still here and yeah. I'm still here in Malaysia, mm-hmm. you see, and be able to do music that I love. So I'm always grateful. That's always something that I feel. And the secondly is it's not easy because I always need to write down. I have my planner with me and okay. I always write down things to do <laughs> every day. I have my checklist. So now write it down. These are things that I need to do. What's my uh, schedule today? Yeah. So when I write it down, then I can visualize it better. Yep. And then maybe 70 out of uh, uh, 70%, 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. is something that I love to do. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, hey, I'm doing this again. Daily, I'm doing this. Yeah, so I'm very, very thankful. Fantastic. On that note, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. (laughs) That was Grace Cho Hee Won. She's a keyboardist for the band Fair. She's a um, composer. She's a music teacher. She does so many things in the realm of music. Um, If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashan Johan and this has been Redefining Success, BFM 
Sweetest child 